Hi, this is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80. Thanks for joining us. The title of this week's episode is How Not to Be Perfect. Have you noticed lately every talk show guest, every self-help book tells the rest of us how to become the best version of yourself? If you put the phrase the best version of yourself into the YouTube search bar, 50 videos pop up each of them telling you how to become the best version of yourself. Or just Google best version of yourself. Right away, you'll have a hundred listings for how you can be far better than you are now. In 1972, a book called I'm Okay, You're Okay made the bestseller list and stayed there for two years. At last, we could all walk around telling one another we were good enough. That should have been the end of it. Evidently not. Each year, 15,000 self-help books are printed in the United States. All of them are going to tell us how to be much better than we are today. The implication is always none of us is ever quite good enough. Well, let me tell you, I have a couple of questions for all those people telling us how to be the best version of ourselves. First, I want to know how long it took them to become perfect. And, since we are each unique individuals, there has never been, nor will there ever be, anyone else just like us. So, how are we going to know when we've become the best version of ourselves? As compared to what? We should have let well enough alone with, I'm okay, you're okay. But then again, humans are the only creatures on this planet who walk around thinking they're not quite what they could be. Not quite good enough is a feeling embedded in every one of us. After all, wasn't that the original lie sold to unsuspecting Eve back in the Garden of Eden? Evil implied God really hadn't made her all that she could be. If she did one more little thing such a simple thing, take a small bite of the forbidden fruit, that's right, the one she wasn't supposed to touch, and poof, she would be perfect. Fixing God's mistake where she was concerned was all up to her. I'm here to tell you that being our best selves is a luxury some of us simply can't afford. Over the years, I've read tons of self-help books. Can't remember the title of most of them. I'm tired of trying to find time to be my best self. I've been too busy dancing as fast as I can on a day-to-day -day basis to worry about how to make myself perfect. From time to time, I've tried working out, eating the right foods. I still take vitamins and supplements, but perfection? That's not my department. Here in the later years of life, I'm just about all worn out and used up. However, I do think I've discovered the secret to becoming a better version of myself. So let me add my two cents. I don't think it's about goals, lists, retreats, exercise, or achievements. I think of life as a great ocean. We get tossed into this ocean at birth. Most of us get battered by storms, tossed against rocks called illness, loss, betrayal, and more than once, we experience deep sadness. But there are also moments of calm, 
moonlight shimmering on the water and a sky filled with more stars than possible to see when we're safe on land. When we're struggling day to day just to stay afloat, there's no time for lists or goals to reach somebody else's idea of perfection. Most of us spend our days just trying to keep afloat, never give up, and rescue anyone around us in danger of sinking. Deep inside, we know that in the middle of this ocean is where we really belong. If we're lucky, at the end of life, we'll get spit back on the shore, bruised, battered, and broken. Exhausted, we lie back on the sand. The heart within us still beats, worn and polished like a fine gem. That heart is filled with the fire and the light of love and gratitude. Life is nearly done. We can rest with the sun on our face and smile knowing we have at last become the best version of ourselves. Thanks for joining me. This is Ann Cavero with Speeding Past 80.